Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is the podcast Woman and Mythology, and I'm your host, Maria. In today's episode, I will do the final interpretation of the story of the Ugly Duckling. We're going to see some of the characters and elements of the journey of the Ugly Duckling and what do they represent in our world. If you haven't heard the tale yet or the first parts of this interpretation, I invite you to return a few episodes back. This will support you to better understand the elements that I will bring forth now. So we have seen so far the power of belonging, the gift of exile, and the types of mother that this tale portrays. Now, let's look at the journey. So let's begin by the moment that the mother says, I wish you were not here, and the ugly duckling leaves. This starts his exile. This begins his journey of life and death, a journey where he's going to meet and he's going to face different situations and people who will help him or not. So as he leaves and he begins his journey, he meets several different characters. And this knocking on the wrong doors is part of the ugly duckling syndrome. It is part of the exile. It's part of this trial and error. And it is fine that we do it for a while, but it is important that we recognize when it is not our community. This is something that the ugly duckling does really well. Every time he's in a situation or he's in a space where he realizes that he's going to be harassed, that there is not going to be peace for him, he leaves. And this is what we need to do. We might have had a time in our lives or we might still be in it or we might know women who are in this time of their lives where they're looking for love in all the wrong places. And when we do that, we only cause more damage to ourselves. So in this journey of exile, we need to be bold, we need to be fearless, but at the same time, we need to be able to hold paradoxical feelings of being self-protective, of taking care of ourselves, of being cautious, because otherwise we will create more damage. So in a classic example is a woman who is looking for love and she's looking for a relationship and she's looking for someone, a partner specifically, a romantic partner. And in this search, she ends up in many destructive relationships. Looking for love in all the wrong places can cause more damage. It's like putting the wrong kind of medicine in the wound. Which is the right medicine for you? Women who tend to be desperately looking for their communities might end up in religions that are not truly nurturing to their soul, relationships that are abusive, companies and jobs that are not sustaining to their soul desire for creation. So we really need to reflect which is the right medicine for our wound and to know that when we come into relationship either with someone, with the land, with a community, with a religion, with a spirituality, if it makes us feel outcast all again, it is not the right one for us. The ego part of ourselves wishes to connect at all costs and it wishes to make it as easier as possible. So it tends to kill the wild self the true soul's desire. So we need to be very aware of who we are and what we want 
so our ego doesn't overpower our wild self and connect to whatever is easier and available there. We could perhaps see this at the moment that the ugly duckling meets the ganders and he, they invite him to go to another pond because there are some geese looking for mates. And this could be the ego's desire to find a mate, but at the same time, those ganders are shot by hunters, showing us that if he had followed that, he would also have been killed. Another moment in the story that is very interesting, and it's a very strong symbol, is the moment that he is in the pond swimming and winter is coming, is coming, is coming, and he's freezing cold. And cold is the death of creativity, is the death of relationship, of life itself. Cold is a symbol of this death, of this loss. While, of course, warmth in its opposite would be the symbol of creation, the symbol of life and creativity. To be cold, it is not an achievement. Rather, it is a defensive anger. I feel nowadays this half change, but there was a phase, perhaps inspired by one of the waves of the feminist movement, where women wanted to be not just equal to men, but like men. And that was very dangerous because as men are not taught to nurture their emotions or show their emotions, they're not allowed to do that in our mainstream society. Women were freezing their emotions. And to be cold is to be without feeling. That's the opposite of what we want. The wild life, the soul needs to feel. It needs to feel in its wide spectrum. The psyche responds to warmth. The psyche will create only with warmth, not with icy attitudes. Icy attitudes will put a woman's creative fire out. So when the ugly duckling is freezing in the pond, we see that he is dying. And what is dying there, it could be a woman's physical life, but most of the time it is a woman's desire to create. It is a woman's freedom to create. It is a woman's freedom to pursue her dreams. That is what's being frozen. But luckily, while the ugly duckling is almost freezing to death, a farmer comes and breaks the ice and picks him up and puts him under his jacket and takes it to the house. And it's interesting that we might find ourselves being helped and supported by different people when we might feel that we are losing Everything that we are, all that freedom, all that desire to create, a soul appear to help us. It is so good that we accept that help. However, we need to understand that sometimes people who help us along the road are not necessarily to whom we belong. Maybe they're there just for a small moment for us to rest. This farmer takes the ugly duckling to his house. So it is important that we realize that those who help us along the way are not necessarily the people who we belong to. We need to be able to have the courage to see that. We can be grateful. We can thank them for their help. We can try to help them in return, but we need to be able to leave. I would say that this might be one of the toughest challenges in the journey of exile is when people give us some kind of medicine, some kind of help, some kind of strength, we feel we are indebted to them forever, which is not true. 
and we are also tired of our own suffering and we want to connect so much that we might choose to stay and overstay. To stay for a little bit is fine. To rest is fine. To gather our energies is fine. When we overstay, we begin to freeze again. The ugly duckling shows us that is not his place. He realizes that he would not find peace there. And he leaves. And after he leaves that house, he begins a journey of life and death and life and death and trial and error, trial and error, and meeting different people and meeting different situations. But he keeps on going. We see the ugly duckling's endurance and strength and courage. This is a story about that. This is a story that shows that no matter in which situation we find ourselves at, we have the strength and the courage to remove ourselves from it, to keep on going and to find our community. And finally, the ugly duckling is flying and he sees the swans. He has seen them before once. He has seen them in from a different perspective when he was at the, in the pond and the swans were flying above him. And he felt his heart leap. And he has at the same time felt his heart to drop. And I ask you, have you felt this way before? Have you seen someone, heard someone, read something that made you feel, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to feel. This is how I, this is where I belong. It is to this land, to this environment, to these people, to this sound or this smell or this feeling. Because that might be a sign that you can use in your roadmap to find belonging. And it is that feeling that the ugly duckling once felt that makes him land on the pond once he sees the swans. And by now, he's strong from his journey. He has grown. He has strong wings, showing us that after this trial and error journey, we are made stronger from it, not weaker. We are made more full. And when the duckling meets the swan, he feels distrustful. Of course he does. After so many experiences of harassment, so many experiences of being belittled, and sometimes this is also women's reactions when they come into certain spaces. They might sit in a woman's circle, which is genuinely caring for her and want to recognize and see her, and she might feel skeptical. She might finally meet a partner who wants to support and care for her and love her the way she deserves, and she still cannot trust him. So I will read a little passage from the book, Woman Who Runs With the Wolves, who shows some of women's reactions after they have experienced exile. One would think that now that they are on their own psychic ground, that they would be deliriously happy. But no, for a time at least, they are terribly distrustful. Do these people really regard me? Am I really safe here? Will I be chased away? Can I really sleep with both eyes closed now? Is it all right to act like um, a swan? After a time, these suspicions will fall away 
and the next stage of coming back to oneself begins, acceptance of one's own unique beauty, that is the wild soul from which we are made. And after a while in our truthful community, we enter our thriving phase. It is really important that we overcome our survival phase. So the exile is the time of the survival archetype. We are fully in it, in this surviving. But surviving, it is not thriving. It is not from the surviving archetype that one can create their fully authentic life. They might be able to create very special things, but not their full soul's freedom and desire. Because if we do not overcome the survival phase, after a while it stops development. We can continue beyond survival statue because thriving is our birthright as women. Many times women who have gone through really tough things or a very long phase of exile might be so attached to their survival mode that they cannot present or walk without it. They cannot come into relationship without that surviving armor. They wear their badges so proudly that there is no space for thriving. You might be this woman. You might know this woman. And what you can do is that you can remember that thriving is your birthright. As Clarissa says, thriving means now that the bad times are behind, to put ourselves into occasions of the lush, the nutritive, the light, and there to flourish, to thrive with the bushy, shaggy, heavy blossoms and leaves. It is better to name ourselves names that challenge us to grow as free creature. That is thriving. That is what was meant for us. And if you haven't found your community yet, your true sense of belonging, and you are looking and looking and looking, perhaps is the time to pause for a little bit and start building. Build the community, the culture you want. Build the relationships you want with the land. And those who are searching will find you. Accept your wild beauty. Do not hide from your natural beauty. Do things, act, paint, write, do. That is the solution. That is the way to find your belonging. Belonging with others, belonging with the land and with the world, but also belonging to yourself. Only when we accept our own individuality and our own wild beauty is that we will be able to be home for the wild woman archetype. Reflect with yourself. Are you thriving or are you still in survival mode? What are the nutritions you need to thrive? Do you need to take more care of yourself than of others? Do you need to bring creativity to your life, art to your life? Or do you need to bring nature to your life or intellectual stimulation? Do you need to be with others or do you need solitude? The right medicine varies from woman to woman. So reflect with yourself. What do you need to thrive? And how can you build your community and create belonging for others? I hope you have enjoyed this short episode. And if you'd like to share with me your thoughts, I invite you to connect through my Instagram, Woman and Mythology, or through my website, womanandmythology.com. 
On our next episode, I'll share with you the story of La Mariposa, the Butterfly Woman, a story about finding power in our bodies. Until then, I wish you all the right medicines that you need to thrive. Network.